It's time for Dents and Dreams, a painless dent repair podcast focusing on how you can use the fruits of this wonderful trade we call PBR to achieve your wildest dreams. I'm John Bideen, your friendly neighborhood dent reaper and host of Dents and Dreams. Now, let's get started. Let's get started indeed. And today we have none other than the marketing savage himself. Uh, I think we can call you an international best selling author at this point, too. John Hiley. Hey, how you doing, what? brother? I'm doing great, brother. I'm doing great, man. Well, you know, if it wasn't for all you guys out there supporting me and, uh, this journey, um, I, I wouldn't be an international best-selling author. So what it comes down to is just all the people that that helped me and all you guys that have uh, just been out there doing your thing, man. I appreciate you guys. So I'm nothing without y'all, man. That's for sure. Well, shucks. Uh, I I gotta say, yeah, you you're you've helped me a lot in my career and, you know, going all the way back to, I was lucky enough to attend the second mega media event at your shop there in Ohio. And, uh, I mean, beyond being a blast, uh, I learned a ton there and, uh, implemented quite a bit and, uh, man, oh man, uh, so much has been learned. And now with the marketing savage group and, uh, the marketing savage university, and uh, if I'm being honest, I haven't read your book. But when is the audio book coming out? Because that's how I <laughs> that's personally. A, no, I know, man. That's a hard thing to transition to, especially if you're, I mean, I can't even remember uh, before uh, the last year or so when I started doing 75 hard, when I would ever even read books. Um, but one of the things, some of you guys know, there's actually a lot of the dent community that got involved in 75 hard. And, um, uh, some of you guys know, even Steve, uh, Steve, what's his name here from Texas and, uh, Brittany and her husband, uh, uh all of them, there's a bunch of dent technicians that got involved in this. And, uh, but you actually got to read 10 pages of a physical book every day. And, uh, before that, John, I can't even remember the time that I picked up a book. I always bought books to support my friends, but I'm just, I was just like you, I wanted to know when the audio book was coming out. And, uh, and uh, I'm working on it, my man. I got to actually get in a studio, as you know, that um, I don't know if any of you dent guys had been following me on my personal timeline, but we moved to the great state of Texas and we actually moved Yeehaw. on July 11th. Uh, it was kind of cool. It was like we had 4th of July and I felt like I was moving towards freedom, man. So that following weekend, uh, the week after the following weekend, we drove into Texas and uh man we've been here ever since love it love it how's it how's it going i mean you you picked a heck of a time to move to texas july 11th i mean yeah have man. you been able to you know i'll tell you what craig from anson he actually uh i was on the phone with him earlier today but in a previous conversation he was telling me that uh uh, he was really glad that we moved to Texas because we had one of the coolest summers here uh, that we've had in probably a decade. And uh, man, you know, for me, John, like, like I'm tropical, bro. Like I, I can live in the heat. I thrive when it's hot out. 
and I like the warm mornings. I like the warm evenings like this. Even now in Texas, man, waking up and being like like on 50 degrees or 45 degrees, I'm like shivering when I'm waking up and I'm going like, what the fuck, man? I moved to Texas. Why is it 45 degrees? Right. But then it gets up to 65, 70 degrees and it's sunny. Uh, a little bit later in the day, but I just thrive in warm weather. Now my wife's the exact opposite. And uh, when she moved down here, she did really well with the heat this year. So um, she found ways to, you know, a lot of times Texans uh, in the middle of July, when it's hot as can be, you don't see people like walking around outside. Uh, we'll, we'll go out in the mornings, go out in the evenings. Um, but a lot of times when it's dead in the middle of summer, you don't see much of that. Right. And uh, so we just uh, avoided that direct heat. And uh, but it's, it's been good. We, we actually when we moved down here, John, we were kind of like homeless. We uh, had rented an Airbnb and um, it was one of them deals, man. You got to watch these fucking Airbnb. I literally spent sixty five hundred dollars for a month for this place. It was six thousand five hundred. It was probably a little bit more with taxes and all this bullshit. And it was okay, man, but it was not a $6,500 a month fucking place, my friends. <laughs> so we got out of that after the very first month. And my buddy, Dan Cosentino, is a real estate investor up in Pittsburgh. And he happened to, he's a real good friend of mine. He happened to just buy a, an investment home down the road here. And we stayed in, in, in his house for about a month and a half. And that place was fucking incredible, man. And then we moved into our new house over here. Uh, and we actually live for some of you Texans. I know there's a lot of dent Texan dent guy Texans out there. Um, we actually live up in the Frisco area. We're kind of up near Frisco and Prosper. And that's um, for any of you guys who are not from Texas, that's kind of a suburb of Dallas. And yeah, one of the cool things of is, Dallas, yeah. yeah, yeah. So one of the cool things is, is that, um, man, they got so many incredible things here, things to do. Uh, just this community alone, Frisco has like 250,000 population. Well, as an example, this is one tiny community around Dallas uh, where I lived at near Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio alone had 145,000 population. So literally Frisco is like the size, nearly the size of Cincinnati. And it's a suburb. Um, we, we love it. We've been like, you know, again, we've been living here since July 11th. And previous to that, uh, I've, I've been flying down here for a mastermind meeting called apex executive. And, uh, that's, that's really changed my journey and how I'm, uh, and, and my business all the way around is joining this group. And, uh, we would travel down here every month for an executive meeting. So we were staying about a week in Texas every month. And man, by the time you actually crank the numbers down, you know, you're flying, you're getting hotels, you're doing rental cars, all this types of shit, um, man, you, you know, you're spending $3,000 a month just on travel expenses. So um, not only did it make sense to uh, jump in and uh, move to Texas, but it made sense even financially. Uh, one of the cool things is when we sold our house in Ohio, I, I like to say that we bought our home at the bottom of the market. Like when the market practically crashed, like right after 08 and everything was just in the gutters, we bought our home then. And when we went and sold, we literally sold at the very peak of the market, um, which is obviously what you want to do with everything, right? I mean, you kind of want to buy low and, and, and sell high. Buy low, sell high. Yeah, buy low absolutely. and sell high. So uh, 
um, that that uh, just just put us in position to get down here and do what we want. Um, and uh, as you guys can see, I got my Savage office set up here. Now this is my home office. Some of you guys seen we just got a corporate office up in Frisco. Uh, that I did see that. That place looks sick. That place is sick. dope, man. It's I dope. love the um, I love the goat with the tux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I literally walked into that building, bro, and I said, "This is like where I want to be," <laughs> you know. And and I knew, like, I told the story, like, I knew that that building was where I wanted to be. And I talked to the lady about the offices. I need a pretty big office space. I didn't want any of the small ones, and I wanted a pretty big one. And uh, I'm talking to the lady about it, and she's telling me that uh, like it takes a year to get in there, and. Um, so I happened, I just left, you know, and I, I signed up. I, there's like some $200 a month thing that you can uh, purchase there and you can get like a, you know, a mailing address and get all this kind of stuff, just like any office building, any big, tall office building, you can do that. So I signed up for a program. I said, well, this put me in line. She said, yeah. So I ended up leaving. And um, one day, man, I was driving by there because it's right down by the post office and, and by, you know, where I drive every day. And I was driving by and I was just like, dude, something tells me like, just turn around and go in there. I hadn't been in there for like a month. So I literally drove past it and went down the road and did a U-turn and uh, pulled in there. And as soon as I walked in, the lady who does the leasing, I call her the gatekeeper, right? Because uh, she was real protective of the environment. It's a good culture in there. Um, I, 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 I walk in there and we just start having this off the cuff conversation. She starts telling me about the struggles she had when she managed these other places and the type of people. And she talked about how she worked at a car dealership and she ended up leaving because she looked at the roof of this building and she said, can you imagine how many lies built this place? Oh. She was working for some shady people, you know what I mean, in the past. And she said, she said, this whole roof was constructed on lies. Wow. And she left. And um, so as we're talking, right, uh, I say something, it catches her eye. And she goes, oh, that's scripture. And I went on to tell her, um, and this is not even for people who are religious. I actually even got, you know, my friends that aren't even, I read one chapter of Proverbs every day. Uh, it's literally from the richest man in the world, King Solomon, it's an instruction on how to live life. And it's a tiny little, like the chapters are like this big. So I don't have to like read forever. Right. And I told her, I said, you know, what? I read Proverbs every day, every day I read one chapter. She goes, Oh, there's 31 chapters. So there's one for every day of the month. And I'm like, yep, yep. Um, and this is one of the secrets. I'm dropping a secret right now, guys, that some of my friends that are making multi, multi millions and millions of dollars are telling that like, I didn't just learn this. I didn't come up with this. I was told to do this. And um, it, it's, uh, it's been very, very impactful. And I, I went on to explain to her. I said, well, you know, I read Proverbs every day. And it's just woven into my thoughts. Like, you know, it basically tells you uh, how to live a good life, you know, and how to do things right rather than wrong. And it even goes on to say that the wicked are punished by their income. So it's like, no matter if you do it the bad way, you're going to be punished by that money. You know, you got people that are fucking killing themselves and shit like that and, and uh, living terrible lives, you know. Uh, so we got to talk. We got talking about that. Right. And um, yeah, she looked at speaking me, of Proverbs, was it uh, Proverbs 18? How's it go? Mo money, mo problems. I think. <laughs> yeah, man, it's in there. It's in there, man. It probably is. It probably is. More money if you do it like in a bad way. More problems. In fact, you know your your money 
um, uh, if you do it right, if you build your business and you build your life right, it's like fucking build having a tree that's planted in the ground with fucking roots. Like nothing can stop it. Like hurricanes can come through. But if you do it wrong, it's like having a very like a weary shack that you're building at any time. Something can come and collapse it, and it's a painful life to live. You know. Um, so that's that's the roundabout pr uh, premise. You know, I mean, you read the whole book. It's incredible, though. But she she caught that. Right. And she tells me she goes, oh, well, she goes, I pray that like the right people come in here. And even when we were at the height of covid, uh, I kept this building filled. And so I looked at her before I left and I said, well, you know what? Uh, I, I was like, my 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 office is here, but I'm going to let the big man take care of it for me and turned around and walked out and. I, I'm not kidding, bro. Like I get home and I've got a phone call, like that comes in 30 minutes later from her. She's got my office ready. <laughs> Come down nice. here, sign the deal you're in. Right. Hey man, sometimes God will just show his hands, bro. And, and say, look, here you go. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. That's yeah. so cool. So cool. And congrats, man. I, looks it from the pictures i saw it looks awesome and uh it'll, it'll be great brother it'll be great and it's also a great space to entertain and bring people in man so i'm really looking forward to digging into that this year yeah yeah tons of fun tons of fun so uh man oh man so much going on with you in this last whatever it's been a year how when when did the book drop what's that the, the, i can't give you the exact date but it did drop when i was still in ohio so i want to say it was before july 4th um we did uh because of all you guys out there man i gotta give all you guys props like um y'all figured out somehow so the way amazon works like you can't time the day that you put it in there like you put it in there and amazon just approves it within a couple days but you don't know if it's going to be improved in 24 hours you don't know if it's going to be improved in two days so what you got to do is you got to upload your entire book your cover all that stuff have the whole description in the back end of amazon like a week ahead of time and then you got to hide it because you don't want anybody to figure out that there's a, your books available because then they won't all buy it on the same day. You want to sell as many as possible on the same day because that gets you best seller. Well, people figured out and I had to stop people like they were tagging me like I bought your book. I bought your book. I bought your book. And I'm like messaging them like, dude, please delete that right now. Like, please reshare it. Like, but reshare it on Friday. <laughs> you know, so I'm like messaging all these people and I'm getting people tagging me. I'm like, fuck, I'm tagged again. So it created this snowball where people figured out that my book was launched before it. And I became a bestseller when I woke up that morning. Like my book was already bestseller. That's how many people got on there and bought it that night. And uh, ended up, um, oh, so somebody told me that's a June 10th. Good, good deal. We got some researchers here, man. I love it. <laughs> See, I was thinking like right before July, like that's how, how much I remember. I can't even, I can't remember what I ate for breakfast. So that's there, there you go. Right. That's the vision, the visionary, you know, uh, thinker, but, um, so ended up, yeah, launching it. And, um, that day we ended up selling, uh, man, I mean, I, I don't know. It was something on the nature of, I think that day we ended up selling, I know we're up to about 10,000 copies. Uh, I've current currently been sold of my book and it's been sold all over the world, every country, um, we hit uh, not only bestseller, but we hit bestseller in every category. And kind of why that's huge 
is that there was like categories where I was right above Grant Cardone, right above uh, Damon Johns, uh, right above, you know, some of the best marketers in the world. You would see my book is number one and theirs is number two. And we got all the screenshots, right? So that's the thing. Like when you do a book launch, you sit there all day long promoting your book and taking screenshots and, uh, you know, putting things done. Oh, yeah. So anyhow, somebody's asked me what I spent on ads. I spent $0 on ads, my friend. Everything that I did was organic launch. And um, I'll give you one of my secrets. I actually went through my friends list and went inside of Facebook Messenger and I physically did this. I went and messaged probably 500 people and I sent them all like personalized messages asking them if they would buy the book on the day of the launch. And when they messaged back the day of the launch, I gave them instructions on how to buy. And a lot of my friends, um, especially the ones that are in Apex, Apex Executive, uh, was buying like 50 to 100 books at a time. Wow. I bought um, two. I thought I was helping you out, but, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It, 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 yeah, yeah. So they were giving them to their sales staff. Like I've, I've gotten uh, real estate agencies that have all given my book. I've got a lady that owns a tanning agency that filled my books on her shelf. I got a guy that owns a, uh, a big insurance company with a couple hundred employees that gave all of his employees my book. Um, so we ended up getting just really big impact just by the power of association and, Man, all, all them years is of connecting with the right people and getting into the the right groups and uh, the combination of all of you guys out there jumping in there and helping them buy my book. And then to top it off, uh, I have, you know, a bunch of other groups out there of people that just, man, like I said, if it wasn't for y'all, I, I wouldn't have done it. 865, Shane Silvers, who makes millions on Amazon and spends hundreds of thousands on uh, ads. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're not going to make millions on books, man. They don't give you, they don't give you much. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I probably on my book sales, man, I may have made like maybe eight grand or something like that. Um, the way that it works and people can make millions on Amazon and they can make millions by running ads, but that's typically they're selling products that are being fulfilled or drop shipped to people. And there's a profit margin depending on what category the product is. But books, the way that you actually make money is you get them in the hands of people. And there's a lot of individuals, like for example, um, we literally uh, just sold my my very first. We do a lot of big packages now with influencers and things like that. But I actually just sold my very first $100,000 deal uh, just the other day. And uh, that was like one of the things that the individual had told me why we were going through the process i mean really didn't have to pitch him he was just like dude just tell me what it's going to be and i'm gonna wire you the money and uh but it's he's a big shot and he's gonna make a fuck ton of money off of what we're doing for him but that being said uh uh he mentioned the book like you know like he was literally looked at his wife and said honey he wrote a book on this subject you know and so one of the ways that you actually and i i encourage somebody to do this in the dent industry because i'm not going to do it but I'm telling you what, if like some of the trainers out there or some of the tool companies, y'all write a detailed description book on pushing metal, you're going to market position yourself as a as a leader in that in the, in the industry. So I just gave one of y'all a tip, especially if any of y'all do any kind of training or anything like that. Yeah, the keys to metal bumping. So that's a book um, that people have revered this guy. What's the guy's name? 
Martin, Martin, uh, or Frank Sargent, Frank Sargent. Yeah, this guy has been revered. I mean, I still remember back in the Dording.com days, people talking about him being the god of metal bumping, which is uh, really cool because um, some of you guys should definitely check that out. It's a it's an awesome technique, and if you can put his techniques in your in your mind on how you utilize that with paintless dent removal, it makes you a better dent technician. Yes, yes, it does. And uh, this, I would recommend this book to anybody. If you haven't read it, read it. There's tons of good information. He reads this book, but he doesn't read my book, huh? Yeah, well, that's another story for another day. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. uh, Oh, man, I hope that's a joke. I hope that's a joke. 865 Dent Lab. What's your name, brother? I can't can't put your logo with with a name. Uh, Bernard's got a book coming next week. It's... Yeah, that's really cool. I hope he's I, I hope he's serious. Uh, Bernard, uh, if you guys don't know James Bernard, great dude. And uh, yeah. he's got he's got lots of stories to tell. So you should have a you should have a book coming out. Chad Corwin. OK, cool, brother. Good to see you on here, Chad. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, James got a lot of good stories to tell. So I hope you do have a book coming out, James. I hope you're not blowing smoke. Uh, <laughs> I think he said he's buying that book. Yeah, I think he said he's buying that book. So I think he read that. Oh, book. he's oh he's yeah. Got I think I, and James I and I know James has already got my book. So I think he went on there and wrote a review. And uh, for any of you guys who haven't got my book, it is uh, Marketing Savage. You can get it off of Amazon. Uh, check it out. And um, but my friends, what the real reason we came on here today is to talk about something that I've been super passionate about. And a lot of you folks that um, have been following me for any length of time knows that when I had a shop and I had a location doing dent removal, um, just about every year, some years I'd get burned out and go help somebody. But just about every year, we would do the Dents for Kids charity. And some of you who don't know what that is, uh, we would literally um, bring in technicians. When I first started it, actually, I just did it by myself. And we would take out door dings in exchange for Christmas gifts and give them to, to local children. We would give them to the toys for tots. And um, eventually this thing caught fire. I actually got an article where I started doing this in 2003. It was my very first year that I did the Dents for Kids event. And uh, it was actually in Troy, Ohio. It was published in Troy, Ohio. And uh, yeah, yeah, Andy, I actually, Ryan Hampton started doing it as well. And I went and helped him one year. So there was one year that I didn't do it. I said, man, I'm going to support you though. And I want to go push some dents uh, over here at Hampton's. And we did it out of his shop. Um, that was fun, man. It was like every time it's a blast, man. You get a bunch of dent guys together, man. You just can't help but having fun. And we started getting so serious about that because we knew guys were sacrificing. I mean, we had Zan Vidic coming in from Slovenia. Uh, and we had, you know, people coming in from all over the world. We had, you know, Pitor, you know, from VIP tools. We had just, uh, Stan Liner came down from Canada one year. And, uh, apparently he gave me this like ridiculously expensive bottle of, uh, of uh, crown royal and i didn't know like it was one of the things where he like gave it to me like it was this badass thing and i thought it was just a regular bottle of crown royal and then Corey fisher comes into my shop one day he goes dude you got a fucking like 900 bottle of crown royal here and i'm like <laughs> oh shit 
So Stan Liner came and like gave me this thing and I didn't even fucking know it was like so cool, but it was uh, that's just so awesome. And anyhow, we, we would get so serious about getting more dent technicians to come down and help. We started getting limousine buses and we started planning the entire weekend because it was not only about fixing as many cars as possible during the day. It was about giving the guys a good time for coming from all over the world to come out and do this stuff and, and help and be involved. So they actually turned into like events. Um, so many of you guys know I moved here to Texas and Craig from Anson for the last probably five years has been trying to get me to come down to the Christmas event. And I, I had to tell him every year, I said, you know, this is uh, my time for the Dents for Kids charity. And then right after that, I Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And then, you know, after that, I'm wiped out, man. I just can't do it. Uh, so it happens to be that I live down here in Texas now in Burleston, uh, where Craig lives and where the Anson shop is. It's about, about an hour away. I got to drive through Fort Worth. But uh, so this year, we're actually doing the Black Friday, Cyber Monday event. And this is something that when I used to be with Dent Trainer, we would actually do that for profit. Um, but I decided, man, life has been so good to me. We've had so many, so much support from all of you guys. Uh, it's really taken my business to the next level. And then we, we do a lot of work for a lot of different people. And in all honesty, we're just blessed where we don't need to make that type of income. We, we're going to turn this into a yearly charity event. And uh, so I ended up hitting up Craig and we kind of like, you know, mastermind the plan a little bit, how it was going to go down. And then uh, John Vidine, I got him on the board. Uh, Robert Costello, we got Crystal Elson, uh, we got John Krug, we got Michael Hernandez and Dave Streen, a bunch of other folks. I'm sure you can name off some more people, John, that's on the board. Um yeah, but we yeah. created uh, Jay's in that group too. Did you say Jay? Uh, yeah, Jay yeah. Jay Gearhart is in the group, and uh, yeah, I always I hate this because I always forget somebody because somebody I'm will be left out. Yeah, sorry guys. But yeah, I've left John Vining out before on accident, and how could you even leave him? <laughs> Look at his face. You know what I mean? Like it's. But anyhow, weird. yeah, it's so, weird. How do you forget that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a nice board board member, a group of board members behind it uh, that were able to brainstorm and was able to give me the right information, give me the right connections. And man, right now, this is going to be one of the biggest events. And we're going to take what we're doing is we're going to be raffling off tickets and we're going to be giving away tools just like I've done every single year. And in these tool giveaways, uh, we're going to be taking any of the money that's gained by buying the tickets and we're going to be uh, buying gifts for children that are in need. So it's going to be kind of like a dense for kids event, but it's going to be the black Friday, cyber Monday tool giveaway. And 100% of it goes to charity. Uh, like I said, man, I just get the privilege. Like you look, the tool companies are putting in the, the work. I mean, they built the tools. They're, they're giving them to us to give away. Um, uh, all of you guys are the ones that are going to jump on here and do the buying and that I'm going to donate my own. That's my part. I'm going to donate my own. But my other cool thing that I get to do is I get to hang out with you guys for an entire weekend and I get to give these things away. And uh, so that's my small role in this thing. And I also get to hang out with all you guys that come down, man. When y'all come down to Anson on the fourth, I get the opportunity to spend some time with all y'all and, uh, yeah. We get to stand in front of this big old pile of toys and uh, know that that just know that, you know, 
the coolest thing about that is, man, is you can almost envision the children's smiles on their face. Like if you look at that big pile of toys, you can you can start to envision what that looks like. Yeah. And uh, recently, uh, Andy Patrick and Brandon Schmitz did their Dents for Kids toy drive at their shops in Georgia and Tennessee, respectively. Yeah. And huge. I mean, stacks and stacks and. Uh, that feels so dang good when 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 you're a part of that. I did that with Don Cavanaugh here yep. a couple years ago. We took a year off for COVID, but he's doing it again here December 11th. So anybody, oh, that's awesome. in, anybody in driving distance of Minneapolis, come on down and uh, we'll we'll be doing that December 11th here. And uh, but yeah, December the fourth. At Anson, I'll be there. I'm staying at the Fairfield in Fort Worth. If anybody wants to to do that, I'll have a car so we can drive uh, down to Anson. And uh, it's going to be a blast. And, yeah, standing. When when you see the amount of, of gifts that you're able to give to these kids, and like you say, you imagine, you imagine these kids that would otherwise go without and you can you know give them you know one day of joy goes a long way and um you know it it just it brings hope to to everybody and it just it feels good to give back and i've said this so many times that so many people in this industry yourself included have helped me to get to where you know from the first dent i pushed as a broke joke to how far I've come because of paintless dent repair. Uh, I just, I, the amount of gratitude could never be, I could never give it all back as hard as if I spent every day doing it. And um, I'm just so thankful for, for everybody's help along the way. And guys, it feels good. You just, I, I couldn't encourage people enough to get involved in one aspect or another. And if you can make it down there, uh, that, that feeling, or if somebody in your local market is doing, uh, an event, show up, help out. And yeah, you, you, you won't feel better. There's not a way to feel better. Well, you, you know, one of the things that's in- interesting, John, is because uh, I love having what you, what you call good counsel. And one of the people that is part of my really good ca- counsel is Craig. And you kind of know this because I had a phone call with you and I was kind of stressing on how to structure this and all this kind of stuff. And uh, <clears throat> I, I got off the phone with you and I, I got on the phone with Craig and, and Craig in his deep Southern draw voice, he goes, you know, John. He says, I, I think we ought to just, you know, let the guys jump in here and donate. And, you know, if a, a, a tool shows up in the mail, you know, that's even better. He goes, but just let's focus on just getting out there and giving, you know, making some kids happy. And he says that all in a Southern draw. So here I am, like, uh, you know, trying to run it like a business and trying to make sure that we, you know, hit our goals and all that. And I just got a dose of like humble pie with Craig, you know. Uh, where he's just telling me, he's like, John, just, you know, just, get, you know, don't get so stressed out about it. Get out there and just, you know, give some stuff away. And, and that that's the approach I took this year. And uh, man, I'll tell you, we got more tools this year that I've ever seen. Guys, my friend, like, like literally like, so, you know, we, we, I just had Dwayne, I just got a phone with Dwayne from power PDR box. He's sending a full blow power PDR box and some accessories 
We didn't even have that last year. Todd Zimmerman, full-size hail rod, a uh, couple moose, uh, or not moose knuckles, uh, never loose. I mixed that with the the, the moose uh, the moose knuckle, right? The never loose moose knuckle. <laughs> you know, we got, we, got, we got John Vidine, you know, right here that just gave a ton of tools, man. I couldn't name them off off the top of my head, but just a ton of really cool tools. We got, I think we got now 24 companies. I mean, Oleg from uh, uh, Russia is sending tools up here. Uh, Jim Mitchell, who's given away two subscriptions worth $1,500 to his dent removal training program. Um, uh, Crystal Elson, who is literally giving away eight, uh, eight tickets to the push metal, the next push metal event. That's like an $8,000 value. I just got a text from Kecko that's given me, I haven't even looked at it yet, but I know it's around $2,000. Uh, we got Excalibur given like a shit ton of tools too. I think it's like, if, uh, over a thousand dollars worth of tools, um, we got Carl Stuckey that's given probably one of the, the most badass looking lights that I've seen in a long time. It's going to be given and just one person after the next, I know I missed some of you guys here, Stan Liner. He's, he's, uh, he'll have his gift list tomorrow that he's going to be giving away to this, uh, the deal. And, um, man, it's just, uh, it's, it's blowing up a cam auto. There's like a $1,200 deal or maybe like 11 or $1,200 deal. It's being given away. Um, Dave Streen and his partners are giving away the the light wedges. Hudson Tansy's giving away more light wedge or his light wedges. So it's like everybody's coming together for this. I mean, Anson's giving away, I know, like three gorilla grips. And I haven't read Craig's text either, but a bunch of other tools they're going to be throwing in there. And I mean, this is going to be an absolute uh, uh, knockout of an event. And I didn't stress about it this time around. I took Craig's advice. Um, I just, I, I really, you guys know me. I always want to pull everything I do off with the type of excellence that uh, I'm really harder on myself. You guys probably don't know this about me, but I'm harder on myself than a lot of people. You know, if I don't meet certain expectations for myself, I kind of like really, really, I'm really hard on myself, you know? And I know some of you guys are the same way. If you, if you oh, yeah, you're we're doing things right, you know, it's, uh, that, that was one of all first- our own worst critics. And I guarantee you there's, millions of before and after PDR videos mm-hmm. and photos that have never been posted because there's one little flicker in there and you don't, you don't <laughs> want to post it. And, yeah. uh, you know, like you say, uh, you're, you're concerned about, you know, every, every last dollar for all these kids and everything. And, but, but yeah, at the end of the day, once you do it, you start it, you put it out there in the world and, uh, the, something like this especially in our industry there's so many great guys it's it's really gonna take care of itself and it's it's gonna be awesome there's no doubt about it uh yeah. there's gonna be some energy behind this man if you guys haven't been involved you need to get down there to anson because yeah, the yeah. energy um, behind this is gonna be just off the hook i think maybe we should auction off the autographed photo of james bernard um <laughs> <laughs> you can see the whole room get quiet all at once. Uh, we've we'll got a james bernard photo here we're gonna start the auction off at five thousand dollars 
What you mean? Crickets. <laughs> Autographs. That's like uh, remember on the movie Half Baked, where that girl, that lady comes in. She's got a, a record, and she goes, "How much will you take for this Kenny Loggins record?" And he goes, "I'll give you five dollars." She goes, "No, it's autographed." And then he goes, he looks back at her and goes, "I'll give you four. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James. You know, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta work on you, bro, for coming on my podcast and calling me Captain Caveman all the time. <laughs> yeah, he likes to hand out nicknames. He's a good dude. Gotta love it. He's fun. Uh, he's laughing his his butt off right now, guaranteed. So, uh, too much fun. Too much fun. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's that's gonna be awesome. So, are you gonna be you're gonna be uh, giving away all these on online doing doing the live yeah, streams? So I'm gonna keep everything. One of the things that I'm changing this year, uh, I used to give them away in, on inside of a Facebook page, but I'm just gonna warn you, you got to be very careful with that because now when you share them and you share them inside of groups, the group organizer can just delete your ability to even post in there. So in a sense, the whole group share thing, that is gone now, uh, simply because Facebook over the last six months has changed. I mean, you know that, right, John, that you can click on somebody and you can actually say that they yeah, have yeah. to post approval and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you can, yeah, force them to be approved. I've, I had a... Sure, there's certain a, people a you gotta, they're spamming all the time. They're just yeah. sharing. And that's one thing I, I got to tell you, man. Like, if like, don't share. Like, all you guys who are selling tools, like, don't share the same fucking picture every day. That's just spam. You know what I mean? Like, get yeah. creative. I see like Oleg and Craig doing. You know, Craig does the tool porn to or Thursday, and they, they're getting creative with it. You guys got to do that if you want to stand. Yeah, out. don't I just bet. send the same image over and over again. Be uh. I th- nobody's uh, nobody's hip to that yeah i attended a, an event once or, or somebody yeah. once taught me that you should be either educational or entertaining i don't know i don't yeah. know who would have said something like that but it's, it's good uh, advice education probably- education it's actually three e's education entertaining or engaging so uh, there's things called engagement posts as well where you ask a question that will ignite you guys want to get a good look at what uh that looks like uh, look at my wall. Occasionally, you'll see me ask a question, and it'll light. It'll just go on fire. And a lot of times, the question doesn't have the r- a right answer. You know, I asked the other day, uh, "What would you pick, a Mercedes S Class or a Corvette?" And that was where I was at. That was my struggle, right? Because I'm going to buy a new car. I got, I sold my car because of the move here, and I've got a truck, but I wanted a car. You know. And uh, that was my big struggle when I post that question. And God, man, I think there's probably a couple hundred people that commented on that. And um, engagement is really powerful on Facebook. Uh, it, it uh, In fact, what's super powerful is when people engage and then engage inside of the comments. So when you got comments stacked on comments, that actually gives what's called weight to your post. And Facebook will deliver that to more people. And if you guys don't believe me, here's what I want you to do. This is a little hack, a little trick to get you inside people's newsfeed. Uh, because ideally, if you're marketing on Facebook, uh, you want to be in, uh, you know, in front of people. 
uh, go back to your yearly, like last year, right? It, they got something on Facebook. I can't remember what, the, what do they call that? Uh, your memories. So yeah, go yeah, to yeah. Your memories and go back to the last year. And if there's a post that has weight on it, if there's something that had like, you know, 80, 90 likes or 50, 60 likes with a bunch of comments, go comment and just say, I remember this. And what'll happen is Facebook will start reserving it to your audience. And, um, uh, I made the mistake. So, you know, and this was legitimate. I wasn't trying to serve my audience or something like that. Or actually my wife went back and she, uh, commented on a photo of when my mom had passed away. And so now I'm getting like a hundred messages of people thinking that she passed away when she passed away, like five years ago, you know? So there's that, that you don't want to do. Right. You know, that's an example but um, it will actually re-engage. So anytime somebody comments on your post, Facebook takes it and gives it to more people. And then if they comment, it gives it to more people. So yeah, the dirty algorithm, man. It used to be, I remember like people got so pissed because we could sit down on Facebook and we could scroll our whole list. We could uh, scroll and see what everybody posted for yeah. our, on, on our friends list. And it doesn't do that. In fact, it even hides shit on on other people's walls so you can go to another person and look at their wall and if facebook doesn't think that it's appropriate for you they'll hide it from mm -hmm. you um oh. so uh, all they want is you to stay on there longer and whatever you're posting helps people stay on there longer then uh they're gonna and keeps them on facebook so if you post links to that's why youtube links fail miserably because facebook's like why the fuck would i give somebody a hole to leave mm -hmm. you know uh, you're gonna go and get into a youtube hole and then now you're not on my platform where i can serve you ads um so in, in a sense you got to be able to play their game and you got to understand their game um for some of you guys somebody just said knowledge bomb for some of you guys who aren't on it i'm telling you right now and I'm guilty. Uh, my marketing savage thing is is good because I they take care of that for me. But uh, reels is going gangbusters right now. It was stories. Stories are still pretty good if you can you know how to do them right. You know how to put like a uh, something fucked up as the very first picture on Facebook so people will uh, look at it. It's like clickbait. Yeah, like your head on a hot chick. Will you stop with that already? And you guys all watch it. And you're are creeping of, me out, bro. You guys are a bunch of fucking meat gazers too. Like every time I post something. <laughs> looks like somebody's dick i get about like fifteen thousand views or something like that and i'm like you know y'all are gonna talk shit about me but y'all are the fucking meat gazers trying to find out if that was a dick or not so you guys are the ones doing the clicking i'm just understanding the psychology right i'll post whatever it is that makes y'all click <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Try, try this my friends you guys want to try something put just put a hot chick or like you know or like hey dent guys all got hot wives right you know, take a photo of your hot wife, like, you know, pretty picture of her or something like that. Put it on your story as the very first story and then put some dent removal advertisement right after it. And people will click that shit. Uh, yeah, somebody just said dent lab said who wouldn't click on a dick? Everybody does. I'm telling you. You know, what I think it is, I'm like, people are just like, what the fuck? Is that a yeah. dick pic? <laughs> yeah. I've got to find out for myself. Click. Highly got hacked. Ah, uh, that's highly. Nope. He dude, there was you. the last one that I did. It was like, so you see how I'm sitting here in my chair? The dude happened to be sitting here, but he had his foot up, and his the top of his foot like straight up looked like a dick. And uh, it, it was so convincing that Facebook tried to uh, throw me in Facebook jail over it. 
So I busted an appeal on their asses and told them, you know, didn't appeal and they approved it and put it back, put it back on my stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't hey. know. Uh, it, it's just hey. proof that everybody likes dick. Why do you should have known this, bro? This is where my podcasts go. Have yeah, you ever wow. been on my wife's podcast? Oh, yeah, just definitely. Tactical anywhere, man. We hey, talking you know about what? shit, and then we talking about speaking, dick pics, man. Speaking <laughs> of uh, forgetting, uh, so yeah. you, are, you're back on a regular schedule with Tactical Dead Tech now, yeah? Or no? Back on a regular schedule with what? The Tactical Dead Tech podcast. Yeah, I'm on and off on it, to be honest with you. Okay. So I'm on and off on it. I'm trying to get back. I did get back in a regular groove and a regular schedule, and then this whole move thrown me off, and I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, I've been putting both of my podcasts on the back burner because uh, of I'm fucking lazy or something. Like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> I could be doing it, believe me. Uh, but uh, And it's always at the front of my mind, and then I just end up doing something else instead. Yeah, I get it. It's uh, it's tough to to remain consistent, and that is you know one of the most important things. So they say. Well, see, I did the Marketing Revolution podcast for a year straight, John, and I recorded yep. a video every, every day. Not 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 just a, once a week, every day, mm-hmm. every day for a year straight. And I think, to be honest with you, man, it kind of burned me out a little bit. No, not surprising. Not surprising, back, man. I'm coming back at it though. So, all right. All right. Well, so we, I had uh, Sheldon K and uh, Kevin Bird and a bunch of PDR podcasters, Ginger Rose, RWO. Yeah. Uh, so MTE is now doing a uh, a Golden Mike Award. Oh, and they're they're gonna have Radio Row at the uh, at Mobile Tech Expo. So. Uh, well, they uh, they asked me to speak there uh, this coming up year. So. Um, they, I am going to be speaking at the mobile tech expo. Uh, it's on the afternoon on a certain day. Uh, probably, uh, education know, day, probably. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. I had to think about it over the weekend and then I went ahead and sent her back an email and just told her, yeah, let's go ahead and go with it. Uh, so, but the deal is with me at the mobile tech expo, like I'm literally, I'll probably be able to spend more time with people the day before, but after the speaking engagement, I got to jump on a plane and head back. My buddy Brandon's getting married the following day. Ah. So it's one of them things where I'm just going to be in and out and, uh, and it'll be all good. Boom, boom. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Obviously, uh, if you got a wedding, you got a wedding, but yeah. And he's, he's a really good friend of mine. He actually, I'll, I'll just tell you guys about this. He actually just created an, an app. In fact, he actually created a world bank called Moby and, uh, Moby it's M O B I is actually uh, the very first system, and it's coming along. He just launched it and released it a few months ago. Uh, but it's coming along, but you can actually pay with crypto, and you can buy shit in the store. Like, you can go into Target and buy stuff, and then Moby gives you all these rewards and all that stuff. It's like the first of its kind. And the mm-hmm. dude is one of the smartest people that I know. I mean, this guy has an executive team uh, that is – outstanding i mean it's ever bit as good as um uh, like planet fitness's executive executive team for example and i mean um so it, he has players from all over the world launching this it's a big big deal and the guy is so smart that um he literally told me he goes man i had to figure out world banking he said so i 
stayed home for a weekend, locked myself in my room and figured out how to open up a bank. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, it's weekend. really incredible. And, and it's, uh, it's like that technology mm. that's not controlled by man. Uh, it's like a technology that's, um, decentralizes what they're calling that. And, blockchain uh, technology. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a blockchain decentralized technology and, uh, man, it's just some, some really cool stuff and he's getting married down here. So I wouldn't miss that for the world. He's a just good friend of mine. Good guy. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. Moby. I'm going to check that out. I've been, I've been, uh, dabbling in the crypto a little bit. And, uh, so that's, uh, an interesting, interesting thing that's going on and uh, i would did encourage every did i buy more did you buy milf Mil no I didn't buy that's i haven't heard of milf i i mean i know dude, that's MILF where is. all my dudes like like made money on man that coin went through the rough for a lot of people yeah yeah but uh, uh man it, it's, it's a it's i got a, some shiba yeah shiba shiba. i keep hearing i keep hearing the up and coming shiba i'm gonna have to get on that yeah yeah before it blasts off again yeah. It's uh, consolidating nicely in the in the upper fours, and uh, I love hearing this shit, man. I'm over here, and y'all are like, I was talking to John about this the other day. I mean, shit, you've been getting into all kinds of uh, investments and things like that, and that's incredible because I love seeing you guys do that. Because I, you know, I would do traditional investments in the past. You know, I would buy stocks and you know, and all that kind of stuff. Own four hundred one k, max it out. You know, all that kind of stuff. And I start hanging out with this new crew, you know, of business owners and shit like that, different from different industry, different businesses, different walks of life, white color, some of them blue color that own big factories and shit like that, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, but as I'm kicking it, I mean, that's all they fucking talk about is like investment, this investment, that. And when I first got involved in, I was like, man, fuck that shit. I'm like, I don't know, man, these guys, that's all they fucking worry about all day long. And now they sucked me into their world, man. So I'm like literally looking at different franchises, how to, you know, get, create passive income from all these different, uh, ways. And, and the truth is it's awesome, man. Like really like that type of influence is needed in our industry. So I was so refreshed to get on here and hear John talking about uh, his investments and things that he's doing because that type of influence needs to be in this industry because I'm going to tell you guys what the simple rules of money are. If you can follow these simple rules of money, you, especially with the income, a lot of you dent technicians make, you will become millionaires in 10 years. A simple rule of money is this live on 70% of your income or less if you can, whatever. But let's just talk about, let's live on 70% of your income, invest 20 and give away 10. That's it. And th th that 20% investment will, in 10 years, it will change your life. There's nothing more heartbreaking than I see somebody has been pushing dents their whole life and they're 50 some years old and still borrowing money to get to the next season and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's heart-wrenching because really, we need this type of influence in this industry. We need people talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had uh, Jesse Brazi and uh, uh, Danny Espinol. They have a Facebook. He's a smart guy. Yeah, super Danny. smart. Both of them, super smart. Yeah. And yeah, they have, a, they have a Facebook group called PDR for Crypto. And um, Oh, nice. So so they're heading that up. And Jesse is like, I, don't, I mean, I... If you put an infinity symbol in front of how smart I am, uh, that would get you halfway to how much smarter Jesse is than me. 
But uh, yeah. <laughs> he's always been a smart cookie, Jesse has. And uh, I, I know Jesse all the way back from the doording.com days. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I was like number like 80 as members of doording.com. I literally joined there two months after they launched their uh, subscription website. That's where we used to hang out before we had Facebook. We connected on doording.com. And then Tom Price had one that I was a member before that. Uh, but Jesse was like one of the original members on doording.com. And back then they used to have something called the dungeon. Okay. It was basically like you couldn't talk conspiracy shit uh, or any bad shit like out in the normal area. But if you wanted to by request, they would allow you into the dungeon and we would literally go out into the normal area and be like, dude, y'all just, you want to come in the fucking dungeon? <laughs> and Jesse, Jesse was a fucking animal in there, bro. Like that <laughs> motherfucker would argue shit for years. Like him and Tony Antonelli, him and Tony Frazier, uh, a guy named Ron that was in there. Like these John, uh, well, he, he runs dense, uh, John Dunn, uh, like all these dudes in there they had the dungeon. It was like a fucking war in there all the time. <laughs> and they just fought about the same shit. Oh, the same shit we're fighting about today. They just fought about it over and over and over again. And uh, sounds like Jesse was always sounds very like Twitter. Articulate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how how far back I know Jesse. Yeah. And, what, uh, I mean, what year I was that? What year do you think that was when when uh, Dording dot com came along in two thousand two or two thousand three? So it probably would have been late two thousand two. Ricky had it built, and then it it launched up in 2003 if i'm i could be wrong a year or so but yeah, yeah. uh it, you know and the funny thing is like i don't even know if you could go in there i haven't checked it for a while john but yeah, i actually yeah. went back one day and logged into dording.com and uh and looked at the before and after pictures and the shit that we were like ooing and ah and about back in 2002, man, I'm not kidding you. It was like, it was mind blowing, like how things have changed. We were looking at fender poppers and giving like hundreds of comments and going, how did you access it? You know, like shit like that, right? <laughs> like the evolution of paintless dent removal. And it, what happened was in doording.com, the person who came in there and shook everybody up was Casimirez. And Casimirez started coming on there and posting this shit. We didn't even fucking believe the rollovers. And, yeah. and this is back when people were much more skeptical. We were just like, you know, we don't see it. We don't fucking believe it. You yeah. know, uh, especially the repairs that he was posting. I mean, the dude literally posted a tornado uh, hit. Like he had a car. Uh, if you guys haven't seen this, but it was in Dording.com. So Casimirez came to the United States and bought a damn Audi that was picked up by a tornado dropped on its roof and flipped over. The rails looked inside out, my friends and, and, and Casimir has fixed it. And that was one. He actually showed the process photos and that shit back then blew our mind. The crazy thing is it was such a paradigm shift because we're going, we're looking at ourselves. Now we're going like, okay, that's possible. It was literally how Bruce uh, was it Bruce Bannister who ran the four minute mile for all of time. Yeah, Nobody yeah. could run that fucking four minute mile. They could not run a mile in four minutes. And then sometime in the mid 1900s, Bruce Bannister happened to pull it off. He did a four minute mile that year. 17 more people did the four minute mile. 
So this is what I what I mean when I post a photo of Bryce Kelly in the Tactical Dent Tech group, and I'm telling you guys that he changed. He shifted the paradigm. He changed the industry because some of this shit we didn't know was possible until we seen him do it, and then it kicks something in in a lot of our minds that we go, well, if it's possible, then I can figure it out because before I just didn't think it was possible. Mm -hmm. But now that I know it's possible, now I know that I can start formulating my mind and figuring it out because if he figured it out, I can figure it out. Yeah. And that's simply how we make each other better in, in the industry. Yeah. Well, and obviously carries over to every aspect of life, but yeah, I mean, I very, very vividly remember thinking, I mean, staring into a ding board and thinking, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, but I know he can do it. So if he can do it, I can do it and, and figuring it out. And then, uh, yeah. Then like you say, the, the Bryce Kelly's, uh, all the amazing repairs that, that you see now. And they're, they're all, I mean, everybody's leveling up constantly and it's really cool to see, but yeah, it's, uh, when you see that stuff, it just, it pushes you a little bit further. And uh, yeah, it's, it it's, it's awesome. In times where it. you might've given up because you thought there was no hope. You, you, you gain inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who's the next dent guy to come out with a book? I mean, you, you're probably changing paradigms as well, John. So. Oh yeah. Props yeah, to man, you, brother. I hope to hope to. So I'm just out yeah, here yeah. trying, man. Whose book is next? I think it's uh, James Bernard. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. And then maybe his, maybe his autograph photo will be worth something. So let's, uh, let's get on it. James. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. For sure. For sure. So yeah. Uh, man, we can chop it up all night. We're, we're right about the hour mark here. So guys, what, so you, you were, you were alluding to where are you going to be giving away these, uh, these tools? Cause you don't want to yeah. mess up the Facebook algorithm. So, yeah, so that's all going to be in the tactical dent tech group. Uh, if you haven't gotten involved in that again, I'm not going to bomb a bunch of other groups this year. I'm just not going to do that. So I'm going to keep it all in the tactical dent tech group. I may venture out though. I may go do some in the PDR tool time group. But ideally, most of it's going to be in the tactical dent tech group because that's a group that I manage. That's a group that I've been trying to really boost up the, the commenting and stuff like that, getting it pumped up so uh, that people see it. And um, I am going to be doing some of the last comment wins. Um, you want to talk about a Facebook algorithm spike that spikes the shit out of the algorithm. <sighs> And uh, if some of you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to get in there and see it. It's fucking madness. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Careful. So we, if you want to get involved in the last comment wins. Yeah. Buckle up, Buttercup, because your notifications are going through the roof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And there's going to be people that get involved in it over and over again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so, but, you know, uh, so that you can head on over to the Tactical Dent Tech group. We'll approve you, let you in. Uh, and I mean, uh, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be such a good time uh, over this next weekend. I mean, John, you know how I do it, bro. I give it all I got. I put all my energy in it. I try to do, uh, try yeah. to, try to be the best I can for y'all out there. Uh, showing you guys what's up 
Um, a lot of it's going to be done here in my office this year, although we are going to be displaying and showing off the tools that we're going to be sending out on Anson's giveaway and all that, you know, at the Anson event and uh, all you guys that get a chance to be part of it, you know, just know that as you buy a raffle ticket to get in on the giveaway, that you're buying a gift for a child. And it's going to be something that uh, is, is powerful. Like, I don't know if you guys understand that, but the power of giving, um, I'll give you an example. I had a guy who was a friend of mine and he wasn't even religious, uh, but he would always donate to a church and as or his family's church. And I asked him, I was like, one day I was like, why do you even do that, bro? Like you given money. He goes, I don't know what it is, man. He's like, I just, every time I give money to this, I get more that comes to me. Right. And I'm like, dude, you're doing it for such fucking wrong reasons, but it's, it's, you know, it, it's the truth. So we get a chance to not only give, um, but, um, it just puts you in a position. And I think, uh, what it, what it opens up, it opens up something in your mind that says, you know, shit is so good. It's so abundant. Things are going so good for me that I have enough. I have excess. I can give. And um, there's just a power in that. There's something about it that when you do that and you get involved in that, that it comes back to you. And not only do you give, but you're going to get a chance to get in. Uh, that's the real gift. You get a chance to give. But then you also get a chance to get into this tool giveaway that we've got. I'm just telling you, man, carbon fiber rods all the way down to uh, you know, power PDR boxes. We got all three Gorilla Grip. Uh, handles with different sets, John Vidine's tool sets, some badass tools that John gave. And I mean, just one thing after the next, I haven't totaled it all up, but I'll tell you, things just keep coming in and it keeps getting more powerful. This is going to be just as big as any other year. And if y'all have seen the heaps and the piles of tools that I've given away over the years, um, they're massive. And then the cool thing about it is guys, you don't have to wait for my ass to ship it. Okay. So that I admit I was always a bottleneck. Because I had to ship the stuff and, and I had employees doing it, but they didn't ship shit every day. I'm just like, you guys get off the computers and start shipping stuff. <laughs> and, uh, right. I literally had one of my employees one day, bro, like go out and I told him to buy boxes for everything. And I had to measure it and everything. And, you know, they're young kids. And he comes back and he bought like, like 50 giant boxes, like giant boxes. And I'm like, dude, you measured everything. Like, how did you buy like 50 giant boxes? I don't know. And then they hand me the receipt and it was like $400. So they found like the, like the place that charges like, I don't know, like 20 bucks a fucking box or some shit. And uh, I was like, what the hell? And then I look at the receipt. It says no refunds on it. All sales are final. So I had to make them like cut the boxes up and then mold the boxes around the tools. So you guys aren't going to get that shit delivery this year because Anson is taking care of all the shipping. All the tools are being shipped to Anson right now, or they're either coming from Anson or they are going to be coming from directly from the tool manufacturer to you. So you all ain't going to have to worry about my crazy packing where you got duct tape and shit wrapped around everything just for your tools to get there. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, big time, big time stuff, guys. Lots of stuff we're giving away. It's super powerful. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, and um, any tool companies that are listening, if for some reason, I, look, I'm not perfect, guys. My wife will be the first one to tell you over and over again that I'm not perfect. Okay. And uh, so if for whatever reason I missed you or you didn't get the email, you might check your spam or something, but just reach out to me. Like I'm not trying to leave anybody 
out of this. Okay. And I like that was, that's never been my intention, but man, there's only so many hours in the day. And again, I'm not perfect. So if I somehow glossed over your tool company and didn't get a hold of you, don't take that personal, just reach out. I mean, this is a, a giveaway. I'm, I'm happy. Anything you guys have to offer, you know, let me know and I'll put it up there and I'll, I'll put it into the giveaway. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I can say this you know, from past experience, whatever you give is it's yeah. Like you said, it's gonna, it's gonna come back to you. The, the exposure on this is, is really good for everybody mm -hmm. involved. And Oh, and you guys know, so I got a press, I, I, I do press now. So I've got some people that work for me that do press releases. And if you guys go to my personal timeline and look, I've been featured in thrive global and a bunch of it's cause I got a press release team that works for me and works for my clients. And uh, so what we're doing with this, my friends is we're trying to put the paintless dent removal industry under a, uh, a good light. And so when this is said and done, we're going to be shooting off press releases, the body shop magazine, we're going to be shooting them off everywhere. And they're not going to say John Hiley, da, 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 da. They're going to say, we all as an industry did this. We all put this together and it's going to be centrally focused on just this industry as a whole. And that man, y'all are like, you know, you guys don't realize this because I'm in a lot of industries and I always say like, y'all are like my favorite people, man, on planet earth. You guys are like my people, you know? And, uh, and I say that like sincerely about, about all y'all, man, I just love you guys. And, uh, y'all are some of the most generous fucking people on, on earth, man. And I, I just, I can't think of many dent guys that won't give you the shirt off their back, man, and, and help you out in some way. And, and man, we've, we've just always, had so many givers. You don't see this shit in a lot of places, guys. Like what we have here is unique. It's a unique culture of giving and strength. Like don't let a couple bad apples get your given, make your given spirit disappear. Um, one of the things that impacted me, Craig, he got early on, there was a guy, I ain't going to bring up his name because it's not even worth talking about people. Right. But there was a guy that did uh, even Craig a little bit bad. He's like one of the most nicest people on planet earth. This guy's not in our industry anymore. Right. Um, but one of the things that took me again, I surround myself with good counsel. Craig Dyer is good counsel. I get on the phone with him. He almost is in tears saying that the one thing that I promise is that my family will not stop helping or giving to people because of this person. Like I never heard anybody talk about it. Something so passionately. And this is an opportunity, my friends, to, to really, really do something to make a great impact. And I'm going to work my butt off to try to get us in some sort of publications. And I just want to share that and just know that all of you guys are, are a part of that. You know, like I said, the years in past, we used to do it like, you know, as a, as a thing that we did for profit. We, we sold our subscriptions and in exchange, we did these tool giveaways. But um, I'm, I'm doing this is something that I'm going to make a tradition that I do just for charity. And, uh, I'm just, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah. I think it's uh, a win, win, win for, for everybody involved. You know, the, the, the tool companies donating are, are going to win the, the techs, uh, buying the raffle tickets are going to win. And obviously the kids are going to win. And obviously that's the most important part, but, uh, Man, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes and and uh, yeah. I, mean, I remember when I first asked you if you would donate, you said, "What am I going to do?" <laughs> 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 kids' faces. 
<laughs> what do you think I'm going to say? Fuck them kids? Yeah, fuck them kids. I think that's exactly what you said right there, right? Of course on, not. Honey. Of course not. Yeah, we got we got to look out. I mean, man, I mean, I think I think a big reason that the industry is the way it is is, you know, we're we're like the land of misfit toys and and you know, a lot of guys probably bounced around. I I know I did. I bounced around in a ton of different career paths or you know whatever you want to call it jobs and uh before i found pdr and you know the the money you can make is great that's obviously yeah. it, it, you can do very well but also it's there's a, there's a therapeutic aspect to it when you're you're fighting your way through learning this trade and and as you get incrementally better, you it just it changes the way you you look at a lot of different things, and and uh, it, it it's life changing just learning the skill and and it the is. fact the fact that the money that comes along with it is is so damn good. Um, I don't see how any accomplished tech could not be willing and and excited to to give back so uh i think that's a big part of it and i think that's a big part of why when we get together be it at, at ants and open house or a mobile tech expo or whatever it is there's a, a, an instant bond almost with any dent guy uh just because we've we've all fought that that fight and we've all you know learn those lessons along the way and i just think uh i think we're all better for it so um uh, i don't know that's just my weird hypothesis but uh, uh yeah i agree man sorry i tried to mute myself a little bit i got some dogs that are barking in the background apparently my son just pulled up <laughs> uh man the little miniature schnauzers if any of you guys got them that everybody who comes they bark at so including us, but, uh, yeah, you, you're right, John. And, um, to, to really cap this off and to kind of like finish off this episode here, I want to tell you guys kind of like the way the dents for kids was born is when I first got into paintless dent removal. Um, I, I literally, I remember going out to California. I was trained. I was actually, a lot of people know this about me. I've told this story before, but I was trained by the Ding King. And when I come back, I wasn't good at fixing dents. I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't really my natural. I wasn't a naturally good dent technician. Like, you know, some people learn it and they're just naturally good. Like that was not me. Like I was naturally not good probably. And um, man, it was a very, it was a hard struggle for me the first three years of learning how to do this. And, um, you know, thankfully places like doording.com and I received this mentorship, um, which led later led to my mentorship. Like I wanted to help people that was like me, like I invested all my money. When I came back from dent removal school, I had $300 in my bank account. And, uh, luckily I lived in this tiny apartment that only cost me about 350 bucks a month. And I was still at the time working at a car wash where I was a manager there and I was making okay money actually for what it was. But, you know, uh, like I come back and I have no money and the first year was hard. And then, uh, I, I leave the job at the car wash and I go out on my own and I want to be a business owner now. Well, the, I still remember the, the year that we really had a hard time buying gifts for our son. And, uh, you know, he was like, like two years old or something like that. He's 20 now. 
uh, in the very first year that we, we, you know, that I was out on my own, we, we had a hard time buying gifts. And I remember buying like, instead of buying GI Joe's, I would go to the dollar uh, or the dollar general and buy GI Jacks. And instead of buying transformers, I'd buy like, you know, some other off brand. And I just remember feeling like terrible about it. Um, deep down inside, I was just like, man, my family deserves more. I didn't feel like a man, you know what I mean? That could take care of my family and you know, things that we have, you know, and, and it was really, really hard for me. I mean, it was almost depressing at a point where I was just, just fucking, I was fed up. I was angry and it, it changed my life. I was like, dude, I will never fucking be strapped for cash again to the point to where I can't like provide really well during these times of season. Right. And at that time, like it came to me, I said, you know, I'm going to like, not only am I going to do well for myself, but I'm going to give to other children that are in need. And, um, the one thing I have so much empathy, uh, about is, uh, is the animals and children, you know, because even if the parents are horrible pieces of shit, it's like not the kid's fault. And, uh, so, you know, that being said, I just, that's why it was born. It was born out of me. It was a hardship. Like it was very hard for me to start in paintless dent removal. And, uh, that pain ignited me into creating this dents for kids event a long time ago. And uh, I even went years where I stopped doing it because I just kind of forgot. And then and as I got better and got successful, I'm like, why the fuck did I stop doing that? And uh, I started implementing it again, and it's just been something that every year that I'm I'm just so proud to see that so many of you guys out there, uh, guys like Andy Patrick are out there doing this, and uh, Don Cavanaugh. I mean, like all of you guys out there, y'all don't understand the type of impact that we're making on the world. I mean, this is is super important, and I, I believe that this charity event is going to make such a big impact that we can start shining some light on the things that we're doing to the world and, and start letting people know that, hey, there's this little industry that not a lot of people know about, uh, but we're out here making big waves and making a big impact. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it was all born out of just, uh, you know, pain for me and 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 feeling that way. But, uh, this industry, like John said, has provided so much. It's been a catalyst for everything that I do. I mean, I love you guys. Um, you know, I, I, I just know maybe over the years I haven't shown it as much as I, I, I possibly could, man. But, um, I try to do what I can, man. I try to do what I can to make a positive impact in all your lives. And I got to say, anybody who's followed me or went into some of my groups or my marketing groups and all that knows that I'm just trying to make a good impact on the people around me. I'm trying to, I want to, I want to change the world and the world starts with every single individual. And um, the bottom line is, man, that the change starts with loving one another. And that can start with, with this, just these little things. And these little these little moments of love that we add into our industry, man, they go a long way. And uh, I'm just I'm just super proud for all you guys who are supporting us and being a part of this. And I just get to be a small part. You guys are the ones that are really doing it all. I just get to show up and I get to show up and look pretty. You know, I mean, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that was a it joke. Might, you know I mean, it might be a you know, the beard, the sexy body, and the <laughs> and all that stuff. You know, you guys will probably see a few of them over the weekend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited. So, uh, keep your eyes and ears on the, uh, tactical dent tech Facebook group. That's where all this magic is going on. Where, when, when somebody is going to buy a raffle ticket, where are they yeah. going to be? Where are they going to uh, be? Doing you that? own the website domain. We're going to be putting it on. And I think that's what, what is that, John? Dents for kids. Dentsforkids.com. 
Yeah, so uh, John's got the domain, and we're we're gonna hook up to his domain. We we got the uh, we got it being built this week. So um, I own a company that we build probably 40 websites a month or something like that. So I, I got them putting a full court press on this and putting it ahead of the other projects, but that'll be done and ready probably in a couple of days. Uh, I, but I, it won't be open to the public. We're not going to connect it until probably the day before. And then at that point, you guys will be able to get in on the contest. And I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a running like thread. Uh, I'm going to, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out whether that's going to be a Google doc or something like that, but I'm going to keep a running thread where we're actually going to add your name and your ticket slot and all that kind of stuff. So you'll, so you'll know where, you know, where you're at in the line. You'll know if you won, um, you'll be able to check back to that Google doc and, uh, there'll be like a little thing. I'll write down what everybody won. And then we're going to be doing it just like we always do it on random.org. Bada bang, bada boom, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got I got both of those domains, and we'll figure out how to point them to you or just whatever. Yeah, we'll get one of them live, and the other one will just point to it. So I think whatever, whichever one that you type in is going to be good to go. But again, we'll we'll have that launched up and ready by uh, by the day. So jackpot, love it, love it, awesome. All right, well, keep your eyes and ears on Tactical Dent Tech Group for for further info, and I'm sure. Uh, myself and everyone else involved in the board will, will be uh, posting posting up as well. One last thing from Andy he wants to do their own toy drive. Don't hesitate to reach out to those doing them. Be more than happy to help you. Yeah. So Andy just did his toy drive and uh, he's talking locally at your shop, fixing dents uh, for the, the local community. And uh, yeah, I've done it with Don Cavanaugh and obviously you started it whatever it is, almost 20 years ago now. And uh, it's it's taken off and grown. That's got to feel good for you. And uh, it, it feels good for anyone who's involved on any capacity. And, you know, uh, I was it talking is. to Brandon Schmitz about this. And s somebody was saying, you know, well, I would do it, but I don't have that much. I'm not, you know, I'm not that big a business. And I, I don't have that much exposure. And, and he said, you know, if you get, one toy just say you you do this you get one extra toy you're 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 affecting somebody you're helping them have a better a better christmas and, and you're putting that love out into the world so get on it and find somebody to team up with or start your own even better so yep uh, yep all right guys so anyhow i guess we're we're closing out right brother you betcha you betcha so much appreciated for everybody uh, checking it out. And uh, we will see you guys on the next one. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. And uh, until then. Until then. Live your dreams. Just wanted to thank you for listening to another episode of Dancing Dreams. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, compliments, or complaints, I can be reached at Dent Reaper across social media. And be sure to subscribe to the Dents and Dreams Facebook group and or YouTube channel. Because that's where it'll happen if and when we go live. Once again.